If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. Welcome to Disruptive CEO Nation, where company founders, entrepreneurs, and cutting-edge thinkers drop in from around the globe to share startup stories, insider insights, and hard-earned success lessons. Now, here's your host, a woman who mastered business by placing heels on the ground all over the world, having worked with and coached CEOs and senior leaders from over 90 countries, and who wants you to build your best business future, Allison K. Summers. Hey, thank you for taking your time to join us today. We hope we tell you about something that you didn't know before. And our topic today is industrial origami, as well as business building, as always. We're heading over to Stockholm, Sweden, to speak to a wonderful CEO and co-founder of a company by the name of Still Ride. And he's going to tell you all about the wonderful things that they are building and doing. So I would love to welcome to the program, Jonas Neveng. Jonas, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you. Well, give, I was going to say, give everybody the little bit of the background on Stillride. Sure. Uh, Stillride is uh, a green mobility and manufacturing company that uh, has a vision to pioneer a green future. Uh, and we're working with uh, specifically flat sheet metal and uh, realizing the full potential of that through industrial origami. And our first product at the moment is a sport utility scooter, which me and my co-founder Tube is really passionate about. It's uh, something you've never seen. Uh, it's uh, folded out of one flat sheet uh, metal, stainless steel. And uh, uh, it has uh, flown uh, all over the world with the... Uh, Throughout media, uh, with, I think we had uh, around 400 articles so far. Uh, and we haven't even released the product to the market. The, the, the product also has 140,000 bike requests so far. So people have contacted us and submitted their details to our website. Well, it's a very exciting endeavor. And I know you have, we'll, we'll catch up later on the great business experience you've had before this, but it truly is amazing, Jonas, to, to look at the product online and, and comprehend what you're explaining about the industrial origami. And I know that the vision isn't just this particular um, product. So as you alluded, we're talking to you at pre-sales and you've had to have strategies to get to those numbers pre-sale. And for our listeners, uh, you can go take a look at the website. It's S-T-I-L-R-I-D-E.com. Um, but tell us a little bit about um, the marketing launch and how you started raising that awareness to build those pre-orders. It's been uh, quite a long process, actually. We started out uh, in 2020 uh, out of a research project that we did when we uh, found the geometries to to build a bike, and uh, also uh, did our first robotic folding of the of the chassis. 
and uh, and th- since then we we released uh, a couple of images on uh, online and uh, that went wildfire uh, so we that actually built the confidence for from for me and my co-founder to actually start the company uh, so we we had a we had a great idea uh, with the buy but we didn't know how much pro- product market fit, fit it had so uh, from that uh, viral spreading of the first renderings and the first prototype, we we had the confidence to raise capital, and we did so. Uh, and uh, we had the first seed round, and then we started up the company. And we started employing people first uh, in March 2020, right in in the middle of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that yeah. was exciting, uh, but uh, also scary in a, in a sense that we didn't know how it, uh, the world would turn out. So Jonas, I want to go to the manufacturing, but I don't want to lose my my thought of, as you've done these pre-sales, are you limiting it to a specific specific market or are they coming from all over the place? Right now they're coming from all over, but mainly Europe, uh, but also U.S., uh, so the what we have now is a lot of uh, people who have shown interest. They, we haven't done a pre-order uh, campaign yet. We're starting to do that in November. Mm-hmm. Then we're gonna actually have firm seat bike uh, bike builds that you sign up for. So right now it's only interests uh, sign up. You sign up for an uh, interested in buying the bike, basically. So okay. The, so let's talk about the manufacturing. Let's talk about um, the the technology and the process um, from the sure. one sheet metal to to get it done. Great. So so we have uh, we work from uh, the flat sheet metal, and we have a software that helps us to to actually find the curves and the lines that we can fold from. And we we construct uh, uh, an enclosure, uh, a chassis that uh, we have on the bike, and that is then uh, sent. That digital code is then sent to the 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 production unit, which is a robotic cell, where it's folded into the construction it uh, it needs to be. So. And then we weld it, but it's very few welds. So the actual the number of pieces in the chassis is eight at the moment. Where did you go um, to do your patents? Is it uh, are you patented on in Europe? What did what, tell me a little bit about that process to make sure that you protected your intellectual property there? Sure. Uh, we, we've done uh, quite extensive patenting. We started in Sweden, uh, patenting the, the production process and uh, the method. And, uh, and then we now applied uh, last, last month for an international patent for that. So, and we also applied for three U.S. patents and three European patents that cover like different parts of the technology mm-hmm. and we, we're just patenting uh, the material di- diagnostics at the moment as well. 
So yeah, we're we're patenting a lot. Yeah, it's a lot to get ready to go to to yeah. market. And I know you alluded in this interview, but we'll just state it again um, that you're talking about your your big launch in November, and that's when we're releasing this because we're we're just so happy to speak with you and learn more about what you're doing because we also foresee that it's going to be more than what you're starting with at at first. Hey. Jonas, I want to get to know you more personally and a little bit more about your your leadership journey to this CEO role. So can you share with our listeners just a little bit uh, about your background? Sure. Uh, my background is uh, partly entrepreneurial, but also entrepreneurial. So the last seven years, I worked for Bjorn Borg, a sportswear and underwear fashion company. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a marketing and marketing director and uh, before that I was mainly in media so I worked with uh, Fox Interactive Media and uh, MySpace uh, at that time uh, as well as uh, Starcom Media West which is also a US company so uh, and before that I was more into design and, and actually uh, producing products. So I'm happy to be back with products again, actually. Is, uh, well, I, I have to ask, where did the original concept come from? I, I want to, was this like a, um, I, I don't want to joke and say, was this a bar and a napkin kind of story for product design or where, where was the impetus for saying we can do this? It's actually started with my, my, me and my friend, uh, too, uh, who had, we had a dinner, uh, three years ago. And uh, and at that dinner, he actually folded this uh, bike and showed uh-huh. me showed me his drawings of it, and and I was uh, striking by the the simplicity of the model. So so that's how we actually started. I mean, I was I was convinced, and uh, I could help him build it. I was convinced to do that. I could do that. So. That uh, that made uh, made the thing a reality. That we're a great team to work working together. Well, and and just I always love talking about the relationship of co-founders and and what makes it work and what makes it work well. And you just said yourself, you you all are a great team. What what's the primary things you keep an eye on versus what he keeps an eye on? Uh, he's he's uh, mainly the industrial designer and uh, and the visionary. Uh, I'm more of the communicator and uh, business management uh, person in the business. So I'm I'm helping. I'm quite visionary as well, but uh, I'm more practical visionary than to It's more a blue sky visionary, I guess. <laughs> But no, everybody needs that, right? Everybody needs that, the yin and the yang. We always we always say that. And that's why I always love hearing about the lanes that co-founders stay in. And if it's easy to stay in those lanes or when the the disconnects happen um, to get you moved moved forward. So you said you you finally are at the point where you brought in your some some additional staff and team members earlier in the year. Are you planning, Jonas, to keep everything under one roof as you build the company? Are you planning on having more of a distributed model? Any insights into what you're looking at in terms of scaling? Because once you hit November and this list that you've built of the, you know, 100,000 
40, whatever people that are, are highly interested, um, what happens next? How does the scaling look like? I mean, our, our model is very much based on digital distribution. So we want to set up uh, local manufacturing units in uh, Chicago, LA, Barcelona, wherever demand is, where we have enough demand, we want to be able to produce. So it's very much based on the in- existing infrastructure that exists. So flatsheet metal exists everywhere. Uh, robotics exists uh, nearly anywhere as well. So be able to send the instructions from our database to to those manufacturing units and helping them to, with a recipe to set up. Uh, that's our scaling model as it is now. That sounds fantastic. I'd love for you to bring it to Chicago. I, I want to see your product out on the city streets here. Uh, I think the world just opens up to you when you have that type of philosophy around the, the business model, because now you're talking about you put the product any anywhere and scale really fast. Um, it's more complex than that, let's say, but Hey, uh, Jonas, as we said, you're in, you're in Stockholm. Uh, have you always been in Stockholm? Have you bounced around to other places or Sweden, the home? Um, mainly, mainly Stockholm, but I've also been based in, in London and actually I spent one year in Miami as well, uh, studying. So, uh, I, I like the U S and, and the UK as well. So what are you doing to, I always like to ask the leaders, what are you doing to keep your energy fresh? Because the grind of what you've probably been doing the last couple of years is, is, is a lot. Any, any books you're reading, any business leaders you like to follow, any, anything that is a tip that you would share with the listeners? Mm, I think, I mean, I think, Training and exercising is my my portion in a sense. I think to keep keep my we we do that in the company as well. We work we work out every Wednesday together, uh, and and uh, I think that that in combination with the great books that uh, inspire you. I, I read the book uh, Build uh, by. Mm-hmm. What's his name now? The guy who made the phone, the iPhone and the iPod. Steven, yeah. Steve Jobs. No, not Steve Jobs. The the guy who helped him to make it, actually. But uh, that that was a great book. It's good inspiration for building stuff. Uh, And... uh, well, that's okay. That name escapes both you and I right now, but our listeners can send me a note and go, you sillies, you guys should have remembered this was the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, I met this guy. <laughs> you actually met him. Okay. That's, that's, that's one step different. Let me talk about as you're building your company values, because when you have the opportunity with, with you have all this great career experience behind you and all these different companies that you got to participate in and their values and their culture. Is there anything special in terms of value and culture that you are building and instilling as you grow still ride? I think authenticity is really important for us and uh, transparency. And also, uh, I mean, creativity in, in delivering stuff and designing stuff. 
those three are the most important for, for us. If we talk to you in three to five years, what's the, what is the vision? I know we talked about these different locations, but where do you see the company expanding to in terms of, of products and services as much as you're at Liberty to tell us, not in, not your confidential super secret stuff, but where do you aspire to go next? I mean, we're, we're, our vision for the company is to be in different sector. Anything that can be fabricated through flat sheet metal could be a practical imp- application for this. And we want to be become a global company. So we want to be based in the US, uh, different parts of Europe, uh, as well as Asia. So, so we can really maximize the impact we make by by delivering uh, green metal applications. So, and I think from from our point of view, where we see the most traction at the moment, it's in the transportation sector. So, uh, because weight matters a lot. So, working with like the big OEMs in manufacturing transportation devices, like mm-hmm. vehicles, we just announced that we we're now working with Polestar. And uh, the 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 Swedish uh, car manufacturer to make the first climate neutral car. Well, everybody's going to want to follow you and follow this journey and check everything out. Tell everybody where they can go, what they can do, and how they can find out more. Yeah, you can visit uh, steelride dot com, and uh, you can follow me on. On uh, Jonas Nyvang at LinkedIn. Uh, I add, uh, as long as you're not super suspicious, I'll add you. (laughs) You're not super suspicious. (laughs) But uh, uh, I think LinkedIn and uh, we have, of course, YouTube channels, um, Instagram account, etc. So follow us on social media or online. Oh, well, thank you so much, Jonas. Thank you for sharing the story. I'm excited um, to have this episode again align in the month when you're about to have your your big launch, and we wish you nothing but the best success. Thank you so much. Thank you. And to our listeners, keep your eye on the future and always be disruptive. Thank you so much for joining us. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.